damn, she got me this time, guys. I, d- I did. Yeah, she Hashtag started Yon it. Gang. Yeah, Yon <laughs> Gang. <laughs> well, uh, honey, how mm. are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing mm. fine, you know. Yeah. Same old, same old, just, you know, a regular Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, it's Easter today, actually, that we're recording this. It is. It's Zombie Jesus Day. Woot. As we all know, the zombie Jesus resurrected so that we could go to heaven. I don't know. Like, to me, it's just, you know, bunny shit and eggs day. Well, obviously the bunny shit and eggs. I guess Jesus resurrected and told us that we got to find all the eggs that he had the bunny hide after he shat them out. With trinkets inside yeah we actually did dye some eggs today we did it was pretty fun mm-hmm. this is the first time we dyed them uh we dyed brown eggs though. yes because i got eggs and i got the normal eggs that i get which are brown and i forgot maybe i should get white ones for this and yeah well they turned out really really pretty though oh yeah the colors look pretty nice Mm -hmm. uh a lot different than the like bright vibrant but the colors were uh much deeper Mm -hmm. and like richer well they're not as pastel they're actually more vibrant now they were they're more pastel the other with on the white ones i guess i thought vibrant meant like like bright i mean i think they are bright oh are they Mm-hmm. They're just not pastel. Okay. You know? Okay. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I'm questioning if I know what the term vibrant means. <laughs> <laughs> in in any case, we dyed eggs. We had a lot of fun. Xander, Xander had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so we didn't hide them, obviously. I mean, we don't have the bunny resources to hide them. And everything like that. So we, we didn't go through that rigmarole, but we did dye eggs and we got candy. Plus, you don't hide real eggs. That would Yeah, that, that wouldn't be a good idea. Yeah, you don't hide those. You hide the little plastic thingies. Which... Ne- next year, though, we're going to hide some and we're going to we? go on an egg hunt. We are? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You ready to learn about what we're going to be talking about today in the oh, Bible? please, honey, why don't you teach me what All the right, Bible this says. This is 100% accurate. Okay? okay. So if you guys don't remember, last time, Handyman got punished for back-talking and breaking Jerry's gimp suit. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we come across some prophets who are talking a bunch of shit, and God really doesn't like that. He screams at the top of his lungs that he's just going to throw all of these sons of bitches into the closet and lock the door forever i don't know why the closet's really dark and you hide shit in there and i guess he just they're kind of a blemish on his reputation um he calls them whores like sodom and gomorrah and tells them to go fuck themselves probably with a spiky dildo of satan that would be uncomfortable it would be Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's going to make them eat and drink Sour Patch Kids. How do you drink a Sour Patch Kid? Well, I did, I'm glad that you brought that up because he is going to make a smoothie out of the Sour Patch Kids and then make people drink that. That sounds disgusting. It's it's a lot like that really weird woman on TikTok who likes to take Cheetos and boil them. Oh, she, then, you know, she does all kinds of other crazy shit, right? Oh, yeah, I know. And it, it never works. I don't know why. Anybody thinks it works out. I think she did the uh, Cheetos with mac and cheese. She did. Yeah. And I like I like how in one part of it, she says, like, I put the little, the Cheetos lemon lime or the lime 
uh, yeah, the the flame, the flaming lime or whatever. Right. She puts a little bit. She just puts a little bit in there for a little extra lime flavor. Yeah, yes. that little extra zest. <laughs> like you can taste anything beyond just horrible uh, concoction. Anyways, I mean, and she used fucking craft mac and cheese as the base. How much nastier can you get than that? True. Um. But yeah, so he's gonna make smoothies out of Sour Patch Kids. And he's gonna force people to drink it. That sounds like diabetes. Yeah, well, it does. It's also just horrible in general. Uh, and then next, the first Q storm appears, and that really tugs at God's heart. I mean, it's it's like a literal like storm, like a weather storm, but it just it rains conspiracy theories down on the land. Is that and what it is? It drives people crazy, and God's like, you know what? I am a genius. I <laughs> I knew I could come through for myself. Yeah. It's going to work out for you. Yep. And then God shit talks the prophets and says that they will live in shame forever. 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 <laughs> Fuck those people. I mean, mm -hmm. they were talking shit about God and everything, and they were telling lies because, you they, know, you got the one set of prophets. They weren't talking shit, but we'll fix it later. <laughs> well, you got the one set of prophets that's like, oh, we're going to be rescued soon. And then you got another set of prophet. Or, well, another set. You got Jerry over there. That's like, nah, nah, bro. We're fucked for 70 years. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, we want to believe the one that's going to save us now. Oh, well, I guess you'll get fucked by God. Then that's what Jerry's thinking. I mean, it seems like, well, not everybody, but you know, a lot of people like a, a happy story, a good story. Whether it's true or not, I mean, that's kind of the basis for Christianity. <laughs> Except, like, it's weird the things they get happy about, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, it always throws me off when Christians get happy that I'm going to be burning in hell. Or, or they, they have some kind of joy about how when I die, I'll find out when I'm burning in hell. You'll find out one day, won't you? Yep. Mm-hmm. That bitch teacher. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I did good on the uh, study, right? So I mean, uh, no. we could just go. No, 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 no. We got it. <laughs> no. What? There's no closet. He he locks him in a closet and throws away the key. That's not what happens. Well, he threatens it at least. N not really. Okay. Okay. What's up, heathens? How, How y'all doing? doing? So, we had words. Always <laughs> make it sound like it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I feel like I'm being called up to the teacher's desk, and the teacher's like, "Where in the fuck did you get any of this? <laughs> this was not in our study today." <laughs> no, we did not talk about this. This was not in the notes. <laughs> But anyways, uh, apparently I need correction, so we're going to go through the actual Bible study. All right. Are you ready? Yay. More prophets. Well, we're actually Gary. just talking about Jeremiah. and Well, Jeremiah is talking about the other prophets because God gave him a prophecy about the other prophets. And we're going to be starting in Jeremiah 23, uh, verse 9. And finish through the uh, through the chapter. We've been we've been talking so much about Jerry. I feel like a good fuck Jerry, like <laughs> is needed. Like I just 
I'm fucking tired. I'm sure Jerry's fucking tired of this shit, too. I'm sure he is. I mean, he says he is in multiple uh, chapters. He's sick of this shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's tired of having God shove a lamp up his ass and have, like, the light rays shouting out of his eyeballs in his mouth. Yeah, that doesn't happen. You want to go ahead and start? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, Concerning the prophets. My heart is broken within me. All my bones tremble. I am like a drunken man, like a strong man overcome by wine because of the Lord and his holy words. Like a drunk man? Like a drunken man. No, Jerry is a drunk man. Have you ever seen any prophet that's that God is talking to in any movie ever? That motherfucker's drunk 24-7 because that's <laughs> the only way to get God to shut the fuck up. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The land is full of adulterers because of the curse. The land lies parched and the pastures and the wilderness are withered. The prophets follow an evil course and use their power unjustly. Both prophet and priest are godless. Even in my temple, I find their wickedness, declares the Lord. Therefore, their path will become slippery and they will be banished to darkness and there they will fall. I will bring disaster on them in the year they are punished. I just... For you know how my brain works on occasion, right? Uh huh. <laughs> and so when you said that their paths will become slippery or whatever, uh huh. I, I for some reason I thought about them walking down like a street in Judah uh-huh. or wherever the fuck they are, and then just like all of a sudden out of nowhere a light flashes and then the ground is just ice and they've never seen ice before they don't know what the fuck ice is and so they're just like fuck what the shit is this and they're just like slipping everywhere and, and they don't know how to walk and it's just I don't know that's how my brain works you have the strangest imagination. <laughs> Among the prophets of Samaria, I saw this repulsive thing. They prophesied by Baal and led my people Israel astray. And among the prophets of Jerusalem, I have seen something horrible. They commit adultery and live a lie. They strengthen the hands of evildoers so that not one of them turns from their wickedness. They are all like Sodom to me. The people of Jerusalem are like Gomorrah. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty says concerning the prophets. I will make them eat bitter food and drink poisoned water, because from the prophets of Jerusalem, ungodliness is spread throughout the land. This is what the Lord the Almighty says. Do not listen to what the prophets are prophesying to you. They fill you with false hopes. They speak visions from their own minds, not from the mouth of the Lord. They keep saying to those who despise me, the Lord says you will have peace. And to all who follow the stubbornness of their hearts, they say, no harm will come to you. But which of them has stood in the counsel of the Lord to see or hear his word? Who has listened and heard his word? So I think this part's kind of interesting because it's like all the prophets who are saying there will be peace, everything's going to be fine. Those are all the false guys. Mm-hmm. And only the fire and brimstone doom and gloom fuckers are the, are the, are the real deal. Well, yeah. Okay. Listen, by this time in Jewish history, you would have to understand that God does not like you. <laughs> so, I mean, but God it, loves us. Well, yeah, that's debatable. Um, be, because anybody that's spouting how you know God's going to save you and everything like that, and it's not like some kind of distant prediction about God saving you. Mm-hmm. I think that at that time you've got to be like, I'm not so sure about this. 
Also, I would like to hearken back to my advice to God that if somebody's ever speaking for him, his eyes light up and light shines out of his mouth. It would make things a whole lot easier if it was obvious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, the storm of the Lord will burst out in wrath, a whirlwind swirling down on the heads of the wicked. Oh, this is that Q storm, Here right? Here comes the storm. Yeah. <laughs> we've been we've been watching the Q documentary on mm-hmm. HBO. Mm-hmm. And it's it's, it's so interesting. I think we're getting close to figuring out who in the fuck Q is. I don't know. I don't think they'll put that out there. You don't think so? No. I don't think they'll put it out in any kind of definite terms, but they've definitely whittled it down like to the number of people that it could be. Well, that they think. Yeah. Yeah. But in any case, this is the first Q storm. Can you imagine? This is the very first one. Yeah. Can you imagine it in Judah or Babylon, wherever? Um, the storm's coming and everybody's like, oh, that's the Q storm. That's the one that that guy was talking about that scribbled on that wall that one time. <laughs> well, I mean, the prophets, the prophets, I don't know, the whole prophet thing comes off like, and maybe it's just because of how the evangelical People that we talk about on the Skeptic Mafia podcast, maybe mm-hmm. because of those people, they seem like the prophets seem like these kind of weird people. They do. Yeah. And so conspiracy theory abound and all the <laughs> I mean, they're just they're they're nutters. How crazy would it be if they unearth some kind of Babylonian like uh structure mm-hmm. and chiseled on the walls, hashtag WWG one WWA, where we go one, we go all. Oh, yeah. That, that dumbass thing that Q apparently or said. Or just a Q. J- just a Q. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is this doing here? <laughs> Holy shit, what? Yeah. <laughs> Q is Jesus. I don't know. Like, it's weird. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the anger of the Lord will not turn back until he fully accomplishes the purposes of his heart. I think this line right here is really interesting because yeah. the purposes of God's heart is to burst out in wrath. Wrathfulness is the purposes of God's heart, which, you know, I mean, God wouldn't have a heart, I guess, you know, because mm-hmm. he doesn't have like a human form. But I don't. I just think it's really interesting because you talk about this loving God, this forgiving God, this God that's so good, but the purposes of God's heart is wrath and to destroy people. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's because like, shit's unforgiving like just in reality in general because i mean to be quite honest the universe doesn't give a shit about you no or, or anybody uh really and so it, it can be seen as very unforgiving and so to characterize god as also being unforgiving um i i think that it it matches i i feel like they just embody like the natural world and call it god and right now of course they see god being this natural thing and it he's just a bitch and that's kind of what nature is well i mean people even now still uh, still um blame not necessarily blame but assign god is the reason for certain weather phenomenon mm-hmm. you know so like hurricanes are coming because gays you know what i mean like it's just it's goofy that's why i'm i'm just um completely confused whenever christians say that god is a god of love because I mean, I don't know how many people out there, like what, once you start reading the Old Testament, you actually read all the way through the Old Testament. I don't know how you could believe that. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know how you could believe that God is like all good and all forgiving and everything yeah. like that. 
and read this and be like, oh, yeah, they totally deserved it. Like, I mean, <laughs> well, they rationalize it with these people were evil. They did bad things. Therefore, mm-hmm. they deserved it. God loved them, but they turned their back on him. They they deserved what they got. Right. So, I mean, that's how they rationalize it. Mm-hmm. As if they wouldn't have done something to make God mad. I don't know. It's, it's, it's again, a very abusive type well, of. Yeah. Well, you see, here's what I don't understand. In the Old Testament, God gets mad at the Jewish people for doing bad things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, they, it, like, God never gets mad at other people other societies like like god's already mad at other dis- other societies for worshiping other gods and everything mm-hmm. like that and doing different things than the jews mm-hmm. but when when god like punishes like he's punishing the jews what i don't understand is in the new testament uh, with the god and, and the christians now whenever a hurricane happens why don't they think oh shit what 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 did christians do to piss god off why is it always gays <laughs> like, <laughs> There's gay sex going on over there, or like something else, or it's the it's the Muslims, or it's right. the whoever, it's somebody else. It's never they're they're really not uh, introspective at no. at all. No, they're not. But I'm I'm wondering if maybe there's a confusion between like a nation and uh, Christians as a group, because in the Old Testament, when they talk about Jews and the Jewish nation and all that, like Israel, Judah, and everything, mm-hmm. they're talking about a nation of people. Mm-hmm. And they're all one religion, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, since that time, nations have grown and expanded and have we have multiculturalism now mm-hmm. where we have many different cultures in a nation. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if maybe they're confusing like the multicultural uh, form of our societies now with these very, um, I guess it'd be homologous nations of the past, like where everybody was one religion in that nation. Like there was nobody of different religions. Otherwise they get killed. Right. Right. I mean that, that is, that happens. Um, that kind of environment is more prevalent in theocracies in the middle mm-hmm. East. That, that environment is still prevalent in the middle East. Yeah. And you know, we're actually seeing that a lot now. Like if you look at what happened with telltale out in West Virginia, I mean, they basically wanted to run him out of town because he was a non-believer that decided to speak up and get lippy, you know? And it's like like that one guy, Oren, said, we want to make sure he knows that he's not welcome here. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, some people just can't get away from that kind of thought process. So that's just extremism. I mean, mm-hmm. that that happens in any kind of ideological setup, not necessarily just religious, but political, too. Um, it, it, when you're, when you're in a ideology and you're yeah. deep into it and that's like your primary focus, extremism happens. So I think, I think that's the biggest problem. Well, not the biggest problem, but extremism is a significant problem, especially in the United States right now. And I mean, in the world too, but in the U S political extremism right. is a big thing. And the religious extreme, I mean, they're getting, I think they're getting louder because it's like a kind of like a death knoll, you know, the, that study just came out that, um, few, uh, 47% of people in the U S belong to a church. Yeah. And that's down significantly, like a lot, like in the early two thousands, I think it was in the 70% range. Right. Uh, yeah. And you know, I think that's probably due to the number of like online pop-up type of, 
of so not not just services but also communities because like you have this this thing going around where it's like well you know i'm not part of a religion i just believe in jesus kind of thing and, and well, maybe well i i just i see people disassociating from like uh, i guess like established churches and things for more of a uh, m- more of a a self-guided like route through their religion because i i don't I guess I just don't see people not having a home church or not consistently like physically going to church mm-hmm. as them being like, um, you know, non-religious in any kind of way. I, I just think that they, with the prevalence of online communities and online resources, I think that probably people have gravitated towards that or they get enough of that, like on their social feed where like they follow Billy Graham or whoever, pastor fucking Greg Log or whoever. See, I just kind of have a different perspective. I think people are just significantly less religious. You think um, so? Yeah. I think that people have found that you can have community without having a church. You don't. And, and churches, I mean, a lot of, not all churches are this way. I'll just start off by saying not all, right? <laughs> but, but especially the more conservative Christian um churches they're they're toxic like we were talking about mm-hmm. before people are pushing to out out toward the extremes and so these are toxic environments and as like that just doesn't work with the younger generations that kind of they just don't buy into that shit um the kind of fear the way that they try to reach people you just can't reach people that way anymore right. people are the internet has really changed a lot because people know more. They have access to more information. It's not just surround people in their bubble so they don't know any different. It's it's really difficult to get that kind of environment anymore. Right. So I think people are just less religious. I mean, I also think I, I agree with you. There's a lot more avenues for people to have a um, religious type of community or experiences there's a lot of different ways to do that now where it was just go to before it was just go to church on sundays and other days of the week too uh depending on how religious you were or what religion you were um but i also think just people are just less religious yeah well i mean there's (laughs) well i mean there's a lot of credence to that point of view too because uh the nuns category is growing Mm-hmm. I just I feel like a lot of people get lumped into the nuns just because they don't it, it just because they're part of that whole oh no I don't I don't have a religion I believe in Jesus like I I kind of feel like a lot of those numbers are a little fudged because of the fact that you'd have to include that group yeah I'm not sure so I think that group the I don't I'm not a Christian. I have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Like mm-hmm. I think those people are actually few. That's kind of a weird um that <laughs> that's kind of an odd one. I don't think there's a lot of them. I think there are a lot more people who are like who are more I don't subscribe to um any kind of organized religion, but I still believe in God mm-hmm. or you know I still believe in Jesus. Like I, they don't necessarily they don't participate in an organized thing, but they still have spiritual beliefs or supernatural beliefs or whatever well i mean so i mean that's i guess maybe i formulated what i was talking about wrong because that that's the group that i'm talking about oh i thought you were talking about the wackadoodles who are like i have a personal relationship with jesus i'm not a christian it's a personal relationship well no no no, like like, (laughs) well i i feel like it's people that that uh, it's not that they would deny being a christian or anything it's just that they would deny that christianity is a religion and so it, it oh 
Like, well, so that's you, just stupid. <laughs> well, well, it is stupid, but you do have a lot of people out there that try to frame it that do way. Do you a which, lot? A lot of people I mean, do that? I've, I've run into several, like online, of course, not in like real life, but uh, online. Yeah, like, there, there's wacky people online. I, I doubt you would find any kind of significant number of people that would say Christianity is not a religion. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I've run into them. Hey. Yeah, it would be really good exercise. Everybody that's listening to this, leave us a comment in the, either the premiere or the premiere live chat or in the comments and let us know if you've run into pe- people like that. So it'd be interesting to hear like how prevalent because it might just be me. Like, well, I don't think it's just you. I just think it's it's difficult because the online Christian community is very different from the broader, more mainstream, like normal Christian people, mm-hmm. like the online um, apologetic community, they're, they're, they're extra. <laughs> like they're Jesus plus. Jesus and, plus. <laughs> <laughs> so like you have a lot of people in that community that they're not like the normal Christian people who just go to church on Sunday, or if they're not feeling good, they don't go to church, or maybe they only go to church you know, a few times a year or once a month or, you know what I mean? Like they're, they, they just go about their lives and live their lives like normal people. They say they're Christian, but they don't, they don't like participate in any kind of apologetics or online debates or anything. They just believe what they believe in. It's not really a a huge major deal. Right. I think that's far more normal, but we interact significantly more with the apologetic crowd. Yeah. And those, like I said, those people are extra. So I have a I have a hard time because I don't want to I have a hard time in in my own mind separating it sometimes right because I have to remind myself this person whoever inter apologist here mm-hmm. is ridiculous they're not like most other Christians like you know what I have to remind myself that this is not a representative this is not a good representative and so I don't know that's just what I have to do because right. because I do know like personally know so many reasonable, normal, rational Christians. They just haven't, they either don't want to let go of belief or it's just what they believe. And that's, that's who they are and that's okay. Um, but they're rational people who accept science and, you know, they're, they're generally normal people, or maybe they even are a little more, uh, I don't want to say fundamentalist, but they're, more into their religion than others than some of my other friends but they're at least willing to listen and talk and be decent and honest and you know what i mean like i don't know i just you have to separate that online apologist community from the rest of christianity right because i mean you have to admit they're they're a lot they're a bit extra they are (laughs) Uh, i mean sometimes the extra can be in good ways uh just because like talking with a normal christian uh, normal everyday Christian, like they don't really know their their scripture or their Bible all that well. Whereas apologists, they would know it a little bit better. But other than that, uh, yeah, I would say that they're they're very much extra in some of the worst ways. So ready to continue? Yes. Okay. Sorry, we got super super, yeah, side-tracked. super okay. sidetracked there. <laughs> we got to get rolling. Okay. The anger of the Lord will not turn back until he fully accomplishes the purpose of his heart. So that's that's the last thing. Okay. In days to come, you will not you will understand it clearly. I did not send these prophets, yet they have run with their message. I did not speak to them, yet they have prophesied. 
But if they had stood in my counsel, they would have proclaimed my words to my people and would have turned them from their evil ways and from their evil deeds. I am I only a God nearby, declares the Lord, and not a God far away who can hide in secret places so that I cannot see them, declares the Lord. Do not I fill heaven and earth, declares the Lord. I think it's weird. They ask questions and then say it's a declaration. Not the same thing, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I know that's nitpicky, but whatever. I have heard what the prophets say who prophecy lies in my name. They say, I had a dream. I had a dream. How (laughs) do Uh, How long will this continue in the hearts of these lying prophets who prophesy the delusions of their own minds? This is another thing. How would one know what is the delusion of their mind and what is God? Like, how would the people know, like the prophets? Well, so I feel feel like if it's ever a good message where God's not angry and he's going to save you. It's delusion. It's delusion. I mean, yeah. In hindsight, we can tell that. Right. If it's, well, I mean, even at this point, I think that it would be plainly obvious that, oh, this is a good thing that's going to happen. That must mean I'm making shit up because (laughs) God is obviously pissed off at us (laughs) because God is always pissed off at us. That's a fair point. That is a fair point. How long will this continue in the hearts of these lying prophets who prophesy the delusions of their own minds? They think the dreams they tell one another will make my people forget my name, just as their ancestors forgot my name through Baal worship. Let the prophet who has a dream recount the dream, but let the one who has my words speak it faithfully. For what has straw to do with grain, declares the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) What does straw have to do with grain? Excuse me, Lord. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Is this a farming quiz? Came out of left (laughs) fields. Field. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Left field. (laughs) Straw. Hey, whatever. Anyway. Uh, (laughs) Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks a rock in pieces. So like a sledgehammer? I don't know, just a, a hammer that breaks a rock in pieces. I, don't, I mean, a sledgehammer might be easier. Depend. He might be talking about his dick at this point. <laughs> Only you would, you and Vice. <laughs> Me and Vice. You and Vice would say that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it'll break rock? Holy fuck, don't whip that out. <laughs> Therefore, declares the Lord, I am against the prophets who steal from one another words from one another Words supposedly from me. Yes, declares the Lord. I am against the prophets who wag their own tongues and yet declare the Lord declares. Just let's just continue. Okay. (laughs) Indeed, I am against those who prophesy false dreams, declares the Lord. This is a lot of declaring. I don't know why we can't, I don't know why we have to break it up every few words with declares the Lord. I, you know, do you remember that office episode where they're playing that Southern murder mystery mm-hmm. thing? And he's like, I do declare. Yeah, I, do. <laughs> I feel, I feel like that's God right now. I do declare y'all's in some deep shit. <laughs> Well, I think it's funny because he's like, they're saying my name, they're using my name, they're saying, you know, they're declaring all these things in my name. And then, and then Jeremiah's here, like, declares the Lord, blah, 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 declares the Lord, blah, 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 declares the Lord. And I'm like, fuck, Jeremiah, maybe you ought to stop. Maybe it's like Michael Scott when he declared bankruptcy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. They tell them and lead my people astray with their reckless lies, yet I did not send or appoint them. They do not benefit these people in the least, declares the Lord. (laughs) 
when these people when these people or the prophet or a priest ask you what is the message from the lord say to them what message i will forsake you declares the lord if a prophet or priest or anyone else claims this message is from the lord i will punish them in their household this is what each of you keeps saying to your friends and other israelites what is the lord's answer or what has the lord spoken but you must not mention a message from the lord again because each one's word becomes their own message. So you distort the words of the living God, the Lord Almighty, our God. This is what you keep saying to a prophet. What is the Lord's answer to you? Or what has the Lord spoken? Although you claim this is a message from the Lord, this is what the Lord says. You used the words. This is a message from the Lord. This is so badly written. (laughs) Even though I told you that you must not claim this is a message from the Lord. Therefore, I will surely forget you and cast you out of my presence along with the city I gave you and your ancestors. I will bring on you everlasting disgrace, everlasting shame that will not be forgotten. Oh, damn. The mm-hmm. prophets are getting fucked. Yep. Okay. And that's it for today? That's it for today. Okay. Next time. On the Bible. <laughs> on the Bible. Um. So we know God and Jeremiah are pissed at the other at the prophets, the other prophets, right? The false ones. Um, but Jeremiah is going to give a message to uh, uh, Sarah-iah. Sarah-iah? Sariah. Sarah-iah. Sarah-iah? Sarah-iah? Probably not. Okay. Definitely not that. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's going to be a judgment against Babylon. Mm-hmm. They're going to talk about when and how Judah's exile is going to end um, and what's going to happen to Babylon after um, what's going to happen to Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar's going to get fucked up. I'm sure. Well, we've already had the prophecies. So we kind of already know what they've said is going to happen to Babylon and Nebuchadnezzar. So we'll see if that happens. And you know, all the enemies are supposed to be called together. So we're going to talk about that. Um, We're going to talk about arrogance and what happens when you have it, or at least what happens in this particular story. we're going to talk about Israel's Redeemer, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. That's Ooh, where we're going to go. The Redeemer, that's that's Jesus. Yeah, well, that's going to be in Jeremiah chapter 50. So that's what we're going to be working on next time. Mm, well, possibly having some Jesus next time. We'll see. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we'd love to hear what you guys thought about today's Bible study, and you can leave those comments down below. Uh, in the comments section and hey while you're down there why don't you smash the like button and subscribe if you like this kind of bible study and don't forget to stand up and use your voice bye heathens bye